So did you guys survive the Pacific Northwest heat wave? Yeah, I have air conditioning in my house. I mean, I have air conditioning in my bedroom. I have air conditioning at my house too, but not at work. Ooh. Well, yeah. my work is my house. Oh, must be nice. Your job is a house. <laughs> have you ever seen that movie? <laughs> Your job is a house? <laughs> well, my life is a house. No. Oh, that's a movie. Okay. Um, you drinking anything there? Mm-hmm. Water. Oh, mm. fun. Mm. It's hot out. <laughs> Are you on, like, another cleanse or something? No, nope, just having some water. Okay. I was going to get a beer, but I thought I'd get yelled at for taking too long. So I yeah, get that's probably true. <laughs> Maybe yeah, that's I'll go and the next commercial true break. of what would yeah. happen. What do you got, Ryan? I have uh, somewhere over here from uh, Ecliptic Brewing. I have a guava blonde ale. Ooh, nice. I've been on a guava kick lately. It's been very okay. refreshing. <laughs> nice. I like that. I like I like pog stuff, the like passion orange guava. Yeah, it's Planet Flamingo is what it's called. Okay, nice. I am going with one of my favorite summertime uh stand-ins. Whenever it's hot outside. Line and Kugel. You you nailed it. Line and Kugel Summer Shandy. Yeah. I saw the long neck and I had a hint. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't you can't beat a good shandy. I mean, they're pretty refreshing. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Ugh, get it I think open. Rick ran to grab a beer anyway. Yeah, yeah. You got what it. do you got there? What do you got there, Rick? Hi guys. Hey, what Hi. do you got there? Oh, I have a beer. What do you got? It's uh Wiley Roots Brewing. Um it's called Citra Donk Donk Donculus. <laughs> 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 it's a New England oh, triple IPA with citra and cryo hops. Okay. This is going to be it's not 9.2%. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. This is one of those podcasts where Rick's going to end up on his ass on the floor again. Oh, well, that's where I am right oh, now. Oh, 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 oh. oh my God. <laughs> Uh, that drop isn't good, but it is funny. <laughs> okay, so we watched a movie. We did watch a movie. We Super watched Troopers. Super Trooper. Wait, hold on. We watched Super yeah, Troopers. But I did. Uh, really good. Um, I have an email, guys. Ooh. The title is First Time Emailer. Hello, my name is Willis P. Chen. Your podcast is good but mostly because of Bill. Those other guys are mean and annoying. Super Trooper sucks and is not streaming anywhere. You should not watch it, and you should watch something good like Dirty Harry. If you're reading this during the podcast, just stop recording and go watch Dirty Harry and then come back and talk about it. Keep up the good work and hang in there, Bill. Sincerely, Willis Chen. That sounds like a smart guy. Uh, Willis Chen, uh, you didn't say where you're from, but uh, your English is impeccable. Yeah, Willis, keep Wait, on emailing. Why do you we assume love that he kind doesn't of speak English? <laughs> uh, it's a suspicious name. Well, I haven't seen Dirty Harry, and that intrigues me. Have you seen it, Rick? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I haven't seen it either. So none of us have seen this famous movie. I know about it, but I've never seen it. Okay, let's take a break. Can what we were going to do, watch Dirty Harry, and come back and finish the podcast. Deal. I guess. Okay, we'll be right back. And we're back. Whoa! 
It's amazing how time flies with the magic of pause and record. Yeah. Did you, were you guys able to finish the movie? Almost. <laughs> <laughs> you got interrupted during the break? <laughs> okay. Well, while we were waiting for Rick to try and finish the movie, which he didn't, I put together some trivia. Perfect. Are you guys ready? Rick, are you ready to like pay attention now? I'm always ready. I don't know. I'm you're off. not really. You're like looking off into space. Yeah, I'm watching Dirty Harry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Ryan and I are going to discuss Dirty Harry while you kind of like live comment on it. <laughs> uh-huh. Are you going to – do you want to pause it while we do the trivia and then you can go Five. back to doing four things at the same time? Five sixty nine for a bottle of whatever he just bought? That seems like a pretty good deal. Th- this is really going to be not. helpful to our do listeners. You want, do, how do you feel about – Going into like a store, talking about getting robbed, and then having the guy point a gun at you for fun. What? It's not fun. Well, he pointed a gun at his face, and he was just like, ha-ha. And then he yeah. hit him with the bottle. Anyway, mm-hmm. go ahead. Trivia. Okay. <laughs> yeah, give that a pause, and let's go to trivia. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he's doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's not on it. It's pause. Okay. So, this is going to go... most. Mo- we'll just do round robin on these. Like, one of you will go first the first time, one of you will go first the second time. So and it's not... I- it's not hand. Nope, not hot hand. Okay, <laughs> not. We hand. call this not hand because a lot of these, a lot of these questions are like, if one person gets it wrong, then the answer is obvious for the other. So, so, so yeah. we can call our trivia hot or not hand. Sure, and this is not hand. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. kind of like it's kind of like wiki feet, but different. Okay, right. so Rick, yes. Rick, you get to go first for the first question. Okay, at the age of twenty-four. Who was arrested in 1963 for the crimes of kidnapping, rape, and robbery? Well, wait. <laughs> it's just like, okay. I, I, I'll give you a hint. His, he's mentioned by name in the movie Dirty Harry. I don't know if I saw that part. Um, the Zodiac <laughs> Killer. Wait, no, that's definitely not. They didn't find that guy. <laughs> Ryan? I don't know this answer either. Richard I, Ramirez. Um... 1963? Uh-huh. Uh, John Wayne Gacy, I don't know. Nope, it was a man by the name of Ernesto Miranda. Oh, yes, Miranda writes. Oh, because he had the rights. Yeah. Okay, Ryan gets to go first this time. In what state was Ernesto Miranda arrested? California. Rick? <laughs> <laughs> Did he get it wrong? Yes. Okay. I'm going to say New York. It's unfair because he had a 1 in 50 chance and you have a 1 in 49 (laughs) chance. New York. No, it was Arizona. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Price is right rules. Rick goes first. How many hours did the police question Miranda before he wrote out a confession for his crimes? 17. 17 what? Hours. Oh, I did say how many hours. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say how many generic time units, did I? Nope. Okay. Ryan, I'm gonna say eighteen hours. Ooh, both wrong. It was two hours. All right. <laughs> that dude gave up quick. Yeah. <laughs> what a puss. <laughs> okay. So now, right? It's still zero zero. You guys are doing great on this subject. I like it. I yeah. love it. Ryan. Which amendment of the Constitution protects someone from incriminating themselves? The fifth. That is correct. Ryan gets one point. Cool. The only easy, the easiest question there is. Rick. Yep. What 
amendment of the Constitution guarantees someone the right to an attorney? 14. Mm, no, we were looking okay. for the sixth. All right. Uh, did I get to answer that question? Oh, sorry, nope. Ryan. <laughs> yeah, right. What do you think it is? It's the sixth. That's right. Yay. Uh, okay, so Rick is going to – no, Ryan's going to go first on this one. Okay. Uh, little little additional – I'm telling the story of Miranda through this trivia, if you can't tell. Okay, gotcha. so little factoid here. Miranda's written confession was the only evidence submitted at a trial where he pled not guilty and was convicted. Okay. Ryan, true or false, the Arizona State Appeals Court upheld his conviction. The Appeals Court upheld his conviction. That's true. Correct. That is true. Rick. Yes. The case then went to the Supreme Court. True or false, the Supreme Court also upheld the conviction. False. Correct. Yes. The Supreme Court overturned it. And that's when they instated Miranda rights and said he was not informed of his fifth and sixth constitutional amendment rights. So the chief justice wrote a 60 plus page written opinion released on June 13th, 1966. Who was that chief justice, Ryan? Uh, I know I'm going to know the name as soon as you say it, but I can't think of it. Uh, in the in the interest of brevity, I'm going to say Strom Thurmond, even though I know he wasn't a justice. Okay, uh, Rick. Clarence Thomas. No, it was Earl <laughs> Warren. Okay, right. I didn't know that one. Okay, Rick, you get to go first on this one. Okay. On June 23rd, 2022, so that's less than two months ago, Okay, the Supreme Court issued another ruling about whether or not police can be sued for not reciting Miranda rights. How did they decide? Do you mean like you're saying that they say yes or no? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes what? They could be sued. Incorrect. Okay. The Supreme Court ruled that- I knew I that mean, one. I want a point. <laughs> Uh, the Supreme Court ruled that police cannot be sued for refusing to read Miranda rights because technically not informing someone of their constitutional rights doesn't violate their constitutional rights. It just means that evidence would be thrown out in a trial or could be thrown out in a trial. Okay. Okay. So it's Ryan three, Rick one. All right. Okay. Ryan's up. After the ruling, Miranda rights became mandatory for all officers to read or recite to suspects prior to detaining them. Miranda himself was released as a result, and he was immediately retried for the same crimes with a new jury after his release. And he was convicted a second time of the crime. True or false? False. Rick? Well, (laughs) um... I didn't, okay, well, I would... Uh, Ryan, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, okay, true. <laughs> Correct. He was immediately reconvicted for the same crimes because while he was in prison and waiting for the Supreme Court to rule on whether or not he'd been you know, informed of his constitutional rights, he confessed the crime to his girlfriend and she testified against him in the second <sighs> trial. But how can you be tried for the same crime Real twice? Smart. Because well, he was wasn't ever found not yeah. guilty. 
he was found guilty and then it was thrown out because of a procedural thing. So you can still be tried again, but they just couldn't use his written confession. Right. Okay. So after he was convicted the second time in December, the law and order drop. I know. Right. In December of 1975, Miranda was released from prison. One month later in January of 1976, what happened to Miranda? Rick? He was shot. Ryan? He got arrested. I'm going to give the point to Rick because he was closest and it was so open-ended. He was stabbed to death in a Phoenix bar fight. Okay. Okay, so we're tied at three apiece. Cool. Okay. Seems like a a good dude. Yeah. So after Miranda was stabbed to death in the Phoenix bar fight one month after he got out of prison, two men in the bar were arrested for being involved in the stabbing. Were those men read their Miranda rights? <laughs> Who's is this? This is Rick's. Yes. Yes, no. they were. No. <laughs> they were read their Miranda rights. Uh, Ryan gets to go first on this one. Were either of these men convicted for Miranda's murder? Yes. Rick? Damn it. Um, <laughs> is it you specifically for murder? Were either of these men convicted of Miranda's murder? No. False. No. After having their Miranda rights read to them, they did not speak to police until an attorney was provided for them. And he said that since the police couldn't say which one of them had done the stabbing and neither one of them decided to tell the police which one had, they were released and Miranda's murder was never solved or investigated. Cool. Oh. That's a great story for him. I know. I know. So Rick wins trivia. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but but what what a crazy series of events with Miranda, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So he wins the he's, thing. He's such a Miranda. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> he's he's such a well, first of all, I for some reason, you feel like when it's like everyone has to be read their Miranda rights to make sure that they're not like unjustly manipulated by the police. Didn't you kind of used to think that that case was probably someone innocent that had been like badgered by the police or bullied for hours into confessing to something they didn't do? Well, I mean, maybe. I I, I knew, actually I knew a ahead. little bit about Miranda rights, um, probably from Law and Order, actually. But mm-hmm. um, no, I knew that it was like it was a complicated case. I didn't know that it was that fucked up, though. Well, yeah, I mean, the guy, like, he, he, well, and then what's even weirder is if you read the case, like, he grabbed this girl, she was, she was working as a waitress in a cocktail bar, no, (laughs) she, she was working at a movie theater, and he, he grabbed her from the alley, shoved her into his car, tied her up, drove her 10 miles outside of town, raped her, stole her money, and then drove her back to her house and dropped Uh, her off. Allegedly. Well, okay. I mean, <laughs> well, no, he was convicted guess, of no, it he, later. Yeah, he, yeah, right, he right, did okay. do it. Sure. She picked him out of a lineup. The cops put him into a room for two hours, and he wrote out a confession saying that he did all those things. Right. But then got off yeah. on a technicality the first time. Well, it's it's interesting that like he was convicted. The appeals court upheld it, and then the ACLU was like, "We really need to go to bat for this guy and make mm-hmm. sure that his." you know, rights are being protected and then like it gets overturned. He gets let out and then immediately gets convicted again because 
he did confess to the crimes right. even while he was in prison a second time. This is a very like, yeah, pres- I did it. It's a very prescient story to Dirty Harry. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. So that's what I thought was so interesting. That's what made me want to do trivia and want to look that up is I think the most interesting thing about this movie is this whole concept of like letting a guilt, a person, you know, is guilty of something heinous Mm -hmm. go free on the technicalities, you know, and, and they're important, but I was like, man, we, we should probably just have that conversation. Like, which is worse to like let a murderer and rapist go free or to like detain someone unlawfully or get evidence by like, you know, busting into someone's house. Right. And and then there's the, there's the where society decides, right? The society decides where they want to have a, uh, acceptable amount of allowing for innocent people to be convicted based on shoddy police procedures mm-hmm. versus letting guilty people go because the procedures were violated. Right. Right. And it's, it's security versus privacy. Right. Right. Do you want to be more protected well, or yeah, do you want to have more rights to keep things secret? And <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's authoritarian state versus democratic state in, in the, the macro, right. In the mm-hmm. extremes. It's, you know, it's it's funny because in in the county that I was in, you know, I, I was the mayor of a small town. I think we yeah. talked about that before. Yeah, I, w- I was going to say in this movie that I was just like, you know what movies really solidified? That you have to be a giant jerk off to be a mayor. <laughs> <laughs> mayor in every movie sucks. So when I was the mayor of a small town <laughs> and I would have conversations with the police chief, <laughs> mm-hmm. just like in this movie. Right, yes, um, just like in this it it was funny because one the our police chief was telling me that he was really upset because in Snohomish County in Washington they had a case that went to the Washington State Supreme Court that got that set new precedent called the not my pants law <laughs> okay right <laughs> which is a girl had been detained by the police yeah and they did a search of her person and they found needles and heroin in her pockets And so they arrested her for possession of illegal substances. Yeah. And she said, these aren't my pants. I didn't know what was in the pockets. Right? But she was wearing them. uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that went all the way to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court said, well, technically, if you can prove that the pants don't belong to you, then there's no – definite way to prove that you did know what was in them and they let her off and Mm -hmm. they told the police officers in Snohomish County that they were no longer allowed to use anything found in pockets or anything against people only if they were like holding it and carrying it out in the open because you Hmm. because of the not my pants law and I was like you know I was taught at a young age you're responsible for what's in your pants (laughs) yeah that's true that's true. Yeah, but like that's, that's one really captured by the boo boo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that the badges in um, Dirty Harry look so fake; it makes the whole movie <laughs> kind of unrealistic. Yeah. What just, What did you think of this movie overall? Well, hang on, I have a question. So we just got we were talking about police procedure and things. Do you uh-huh. guys think Harry's a good cop? No. No. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's, okay. <laughs> no. Just, he's, just, he's a terrible just, cop. Just making it's sure. Dirty yeah. Harry. 
Yeah. Yeah, because well, he does all the bad jobs. We, we don't That's know why he's it trying is. To There's like you eight times at the beginning of the movie, they're like, this is why they call me Dirty Harry. That's why they call me, I know why they call you Dirty Harry, because you were looking at Hot Mary and her boyfriend. Okay, now we got to talk about Hot Mary for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I know we do. That was one of the first things I wrote down. <laughs> was, I... I, I'm not. I'm not judging anyone's appearances. Uh huh. Uh huh. But you wouldn't have called her hot, Mary. The '70s were a different time. Mm-hmm. Um, the early when, '70s. Why? Who gave her the name Hot Mary? Is it one of those names like uh, maybe, maybe like a big dude shorty? Yeah. It's the same thing. <laughs> when the bouncer of the club is called Tidy. Yeah. Exactly. Same deal. I think hey guys, it might be. I finished the movie. Yay. Okay. Good job, Rick. Good job. Um. Hey, Rick, here's something that I'm sure you'll have an opinion on. Okay. How do you feel about the value of money in this movie? <laughs> well, I – you texted us about this. Yeah. I have a bit of Tide. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. No, 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 I'll finish your thought. But oh. I have a bit of Tide. When you're so done. I typed in – was this movie 1972 or 1974? 7-1. Okay. Well, I said 74, I think, and I typed yeah. in – how much money was $100,000 worth in 74? Mm-hmm. And it's worth like $600,000. Okay. So it's kind of like, that's a pretty fair amount of money. Can you, can you imagine someone today in San Francisco demanding less than a million dollars? It depends. I, I, I don't know what a fair, like what's a realistic ransom that you can get? This guy might be the best kidnapper ever. You well, know, it's like it's like when Doctor Evil said one million dollars, and know. they all laughed at him. You know what? They could have given it to him, and you could like do pretty well with a million dollars, and maybe fly under the radar. Okay, you but, ask for fifty million, then what happens? But yeah. but put it this way: this movie takes place in nineteen seventy one. This guy's asking yeah. for a hundred thousand dollars, and in Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. They're after $250,000, and that was 100 <laughs> right. years because earlier? money makes no sense in cowboy days. <laughs> right. like, yeah, or in Clint Eastwood movies, apparently. <laughs> right, so, he doesn't understand the value of money. Yeah. So you had said, Bill, that uh, the, the amount of the ransom uh, was ridiculous. I thought this was more ridiculous. When uh, Clint Eastwood, uh, Dirty Harold, uh, is shot, <laughs> and and he he needs to go to the doctor, they want to cut his pants off, he says... For twenty nine fifty, I'll take them off. Right, exactly. It's gonna hurt for twenty nine fifty. Let it hurt. How yeah. much do you think twenty nine fifty for a pair of pants is in twenty twenty two dollars? Like, like three hundred dollar pants. Yeah, three hundred dollar pants. Yeah, that's well, ridiculous. He, he, looked, he looked damn good in them, though. I, well, but I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's really weird. You know that he was a mayor too. We got it's like you have something in common with Dirty Harry was or Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Okay. Isn't he like That's Merced all. or something? One of those fancy, Carmel. Carmel, yeah. One of those yeah. fancy uh, SoCal cities. Yeah. Uh, why? Uh, why does Hot Mary <laughs> <laughs> stand at the window naked for ten minutes, <laughs> right? And and look down at all the guys looking up at her, and then act like she's irritated and shut the blinds. Well, right. I then go to another window and do it again. Yeah. 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 Stay in and that then, room. Yeah. What? She said something about an egg roll case. I- okay, and then I have. Okay, while we're talking about naked people, uh-huh. there were several few, in this movie. There were a few in this movie. Um, why are so many people just walking around their apartments naked with the windows open? Well, you know? one of them was like a swinger. And then the other one was hot Mary. She's always naked, mm-hmm. apparently. Um, 
I'm not sure. It's, you know, that people at home. Okay, this was a question that I thought. What are the odds that one of us in our lives has been surveilled or <laughs> someone looked at us through a gun scope just while they're going to maybe shoot somebody out? Like, <laughs> 99 you know, out of 100. Know. You, you right? might not ever know. You, you could have been walking through a crowd of people where someone was just like trying to look at a bad guy and you happened to be there. Right. Well, but you'll I mean, never know. I know that at least the snipers in Seahawk Stadium have not surveilled me from my end zone. That's all I know. (laughs) Perfect. I did see a meme on the Instagram the other day, and it was like, it was Secret Service people walking in a parade next to like, I think it was Trump or someone. And you could tell that they're walking and their arms are like this, like their hands are held, but they're fake arms. Mm-hmm. Because oh. they're underneath, they have like their guns ready to go. Right, right it looks right, like right. their arms are out. It's crazy. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Huh. Weird. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a question. Since yes. we're in cop movie month, uh-huh. yeah. does every cop movie just was it like in the rules that at some point, unrelated to the story, you have to have a guy that kind of wants to jump off of a building and kill himself? <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, that's just how you prove that a cop I is mean, badass is like, he's got to save that suicidal guy. That's how yeah. we develop what kind of guy <laughs> he is. The 70s and 80s were pretty rough. So there was like people jumping off of buildings left and right. You know, but, but neither of these guys wanted to jump. <laughs> Well, I mean, when you hear Clint Eastwood talk about a bag of guts down on the sidewalk, nobody wants to jump after that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know what set that guy off. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah. What did he do? He got really <laughs> upset at him for like. You can't tell which legs belong to which. <laughs> I think it was ballsy to punch him in the face <laughs> yeah. outward to knock yeah. him out to pull him in. Yeah. So it's um, just like, this is, this is just what it seems like. Like in the 70s and 80s, people were jumping off buildings all the time. Mm-hmm. People were walking around their apartments naked all the time, mm-hmm. and every cop has a bottle of hard alcohol in his desk. A hundred percent, right? <laughs> totally. Why yeah. not? Well, you know, it's a hard day. Uh, hard day at the well, office. Wait, but but don't you think it's funny that Harry gets this like lecture from everyone about how? you have to follow the rules in this day and age. And there are like standards that need to be upheld. And he's like, yeah, I guess got any booze. Yeah. I got some right here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The standards were different. Well, yeah, Yeah. they didn't have that rule then. (laughs) When you guys watch a movie like this, like an old movie Mm -hmm. and you have, you know, wisdom and knowledge on your side, do you ever look at actors and be like, I wish that this movie would be better if it was this person in this role. Yeah. No. Yeah. So the killer who is billed as killer yeah. okay. in this movie. Yeah. Um, did you like him? No, he was no, he weird. Is there, is there, how did it, did you think about someone that would have been better in his role? Dennis in that Hopper time period. Uh, well, yeah, mostly Jack Nicholson, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, um, David Patrick Kelly. I don't know who that is. So you'd recognize him if you saw him, he's in like a hundred thousand movies, like a hundred thousand movies. So I've seen um, one of them, maybe. Of well, <laughs> <Right>. probably not. <laughs> but like, um, I'm trying to think because like he was really big in the '80s. Um, Do you ever see The Longest Yard with nope. uh, with with Adam Sandler? I haven't seen either one. Okay, wait. You saw K Pax? I'm sure. I'm sure of it. With Kevin Spacey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember it. I just oh. saw it once. Okay. Um, did you ever see Commando? No. 
Did you ever see The Crow? No. <sighs> Wild at Heart. No. This is a tired trope of the podcast. Like the, the biggest, I mean, like it's not the, a gimmick. <laughs> the two biggest movies I could think of that for me with him was you've never seen Warriors, probably. No. You never seen Commando? Arnold Schwarzenegger? Not since last time you asked me. Okay. On oh, this podcast a minute wait. ago. <laughs> He's in Beverly Hills Cop. I have seen that. He plays Luther. Who was Luther? Uh, I don't know. Was he the big bad guy? Was he one of the bad guys? No. With a name like Luther. He, he must be one of his like henchmen that you probably would. He's this little short guy. Anyway, it doesn't matter. This sure is stupid. Doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know what we should probably do is... Uh, wait a minute. He's in 48 Hours... And his name is Luther. Huh. We haven't let's, watched let's think about that for a minute. I'll Google him. We'll take a quick break and come right back. Okay. All right. Hey, Bill, did you ever watch the show Ghost Rider? Wait for Ryan to leave. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? Um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. And we're back. And we're back. What happened? Uh, we were just talking shop. Cool. Yeah. You. Yeah. It, it's something you'd only notice if you listen to the podcast, so you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Hey, I was uh, going to look up that guy that we were just talking about, Yeah. but as soon as we left for the break, I forgot his name. And I was like, <laughs> cool. I think he said Neil Patrick Harris, but I know who that is. <laughs> NPH wouldn't do that. David Patrick Kelly. Oh, see, I was close. I mean, you he had one of three, right, I guess. Right. Well, and it was a three-name person. Right. Yeah, but that's still only 33%. That's not really a passing grade. I don't know. I feel like if... If you want to go letter by letter, it's higher. I think if if I think if I had said it more than four minutes ago, uh-huh. it would be higher also. But we, it was not. So <laughs> you mean less than four minutes? No. Hey guys, I would give it. I'd let you forget if it oh. had been more than four minutes right. ago. But it was not that long ago. I can't remember it right now. <laughs> something Patrick. Something. <laughs> hey guys, I solved a mystery. What mystery did you solve? Uh, why the thirty out six is called the thirty out six? Why? Because it's a thirty caliber, and it was adopted in nineteen oh six, the ah. year out six. Who okay. cares? That was the thirty out six, the rifle that Killer was using. Yes, yeah. it was. Okay, why? and and then Dirty Harry was using the forty four Magnum. Yes, which was a Damn. larger caliber bullet than even the rifle was shooting. Correct, yeah. but. Uh, shorter, slower velocity, right. but the Magnum meant that it was higher Long velocity barrel. than a, that. No, the Magnum oh. meant that it was higher velocity than a normal forty-four, and okay. actually, the forty-four Magnum wasn't actually forty-four caliber, which is point four four inches. Uh, it was actually point four two nine inches, but because the case was thicker to allow for more gunpowder inside the case. The outside of the bullet was 44.44 inches. What's 0.02 inches among friends? Right. <laughs> it was this you, big. You, you round that up to another inch. Right. <laughs> hey, you, tell me, you tell me those bullets were three inches long? Yeah. How big Did were those? Did you say nine-inch bullets? <laughs> 
what is the difference between an inspector and a detective? <laughs> I think one's an, from Europe. Yeah, and that's what they call <laughs> Dirty Harry in this movie. Well, I think I think inspector is a a rank above detective. Really? I, I, I'm just spitballing here, but I, I thought think, it was a British detective. Well, I mean that that may very well be the case. It just it seems like Dirty Harry shouldn't have been a rank up from detective. <laughs> yeah. He should I don't know how that guy stayed on the streets. Yeah. Because I don't know if he really should have been shooting those bank robbers at the beginning of the movie. Right. Like No, he definitely really, shouldn't have. Also, yeah. if if you're the bank robber that's laying on the ground bleeding to death with your shotgun clearly out of reach, Right, and Dirty right. Harry standing over you, and you like give up, and the police are coming to get you. Do you really say, "I gotta know, man. I gotta <laughs> know." Right. Uh, also, how many times has he said that in his life? With okay, he said that line twice in this movie, which is like yeah. a famous line, right? The like, right. "Do you feel yeah. lucky, punk? Do you?" Uh, right. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed by that. He never said, "Go ahead, make my day," did he? Not no. in this movie. That's not from this movie? I guess not. I think I so thought it a, was. I thought he was going to be like, go ahead, make my day. You know, there's not just one Dirty Harry movie. There's oh, like really? four. There's more. Oh. Yeah, there's like four. There's so a, that probably is his, because I always thought that was a Dirty Harry thing. Yeah. I, I think, think it I don't is. know what, yeah. I think, I, is there one, I'm trying to think if I could do this without looking it up. I think there's one called Magnum Force. Yep. And then, I don't know, there's a movie called Deadpool that I don't know if it's Dirty Harry or not, but Clint Eastwood's in it. Uh, yep, it is Dirty Harry. Okay. And Ooh. then, I don't know what the last one is. It's The Deadpool, but yeah, you're there. Yeah, right. Sudden Impact. Okay. Uh, the Enforcer. It, it's weird, because okay. it just, it didn't seem so like five, it was a, actually. It didn't seem like a good enough movie to warrant a bunch of sequels. I think it had a lot of, I mean, I'm sure it made a lot of money and it had Clint Eastwood in it. So you do whatever you want, you know? Yeah. It's, it's well, like the cutting think, edge, right? They just rode the coattails of that for four sure. more films. Right. You know, Clint Eastwood, though, like this movie, I mean, sure, it has its flaws and it's kind of dumb sometimes, but like Dirty Harry himself in a, maybe in a better movie would be better. Actually, this movie was fine. It, it like moved and it had, it's just like, there was some weird stuff. Do you, did you like how the, you know, internal investigator guy and the judge give Dirty Harry a giant speech about how someone is innocent until proven guilty and you have to follow the rules of the Constitution and procedure or you're a bad cop? And then, like, in the next scene, that guy pays to get himself beat up and says, it was Dirty Harry that did it and everyone just believes him and assumes that it's true? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he, you know, yeah, no, that's pretty fun. Right? Yeah, like, like no one gives him the benefit of the doubt. No one's like, right. well, we well, should investigate. Let's see if his hands are bloodied at all. Right. <laughs> so uh, in reading some of the uh, um, contemporary reviews of this movie, there was a little bit of that where it was like, this movie's gone too far and it's a social commentary movie. It should just be an entertainment so they were they were kind of commenting on some of the stuff that was going on. Police brutality. Miranda, police brutality, cops cracking down on protesters, that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I think yeah. it was a little bit commentary on that. And that's where some of but those I, little 
stuff came in. But what I wonder, also being hindsight being twenty twenty, uh, which side was Clint on? Because <laughs> well, knowing yeah. his political views nowadays, <laughs> right? Well, like, oh, he might have been like, yeah, this is how cops should be. Well, that's why he volunteered well, to play Dirty Harry, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I did find it interesting. They're like, he's gonna take uh take aim at Catholic priests and the district. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or he doesn't like. People, people, this people. Well, how does he feel about? <laughs> yeah, ask I him. think this movie <laughs> yeah. uh, sets the record for the most amount of racial slurs in the shortest yeah. amount of time that we've watched on this podcast. Uh, I don't. I. I uh, actually don't think that's correct. <laughs> I'm what? pretty sure Bad News Bears might hold that title. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> probably true. Did they go? Because they just like go through a list of them all. Well. Yeah, they might actually. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Listeners, no, fact check. You don't need fact to. check this for us. <laughs> hey, somebody, go back and take a look. I feel so, like. Go ahead. I feel like this one might take the taco. I don't know. Oh, you shouldn't have said taco. <laughs> the Choco <laughs> Taco, which got retired this year. <laughs> I do have like a huge Cadillac with this movie, like a, a, a serious problem with something that they did here. So what one of the problems I have with this movie is just like it's just like not thinking through stuff really well. But you know, like so that girl that Harry, Harry's trying to save uh-huh. when he attacks the killer the first time. By the way, <laughs> was it just okay for them to show a naked 14-year-old that's, dead? That's girl? exactly where I'm going. They okay. they said she was 14 and then they pull her completely naked out of the drain pipe. And that's like Obviously, she wasn't fourteen. There was right. some evidence of that, but uh, <laughs> but but you. Don't, I averted my eyes, sir. You shouldn't like to say she's fourteen and then show that even would not be at all okay. Right. Even if this movie was made in the eighties, right? Right. Yeah. It, it was. That was not okay. I, yeah, I, I question how they could even have gone through that thought process. We're like, oh, and then we pull her dead body out of the culvert, and yeah, no, it's just fourteen, and she's dead. Oh, it's sad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's bad enough to like put the stuff in the note, and he sends her underwear to the cops, and that kind right. of thing. It's like, okay, we get what happened, but then yeah, to do it that way is just like, why do you why even say she was fourteen? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Why just say a teenage girl? And exactly. then leave it at that. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, I also thought I did like the uh, the construct of the payphones, having to run from one payphone to another payphone as his, like, test to get the money in the first instant. Only because, only because, let me finish. Okay, only I have because, one issue with that. Uh, it's something that is so foreign to the way the world works now. Right. That it's kind of quaint that... There, that was a thing that would be like, oh shit, you got to run to the next payphone. Like, right? Yeah, but when was the last time you exact saw same, a payphone? But uh, is it ransom? Maybe there's a movie they do the exact same thing in. Uh, but, I don't think it's. But my question, Ryan, is where is the killer calling him from? Right. That he's supposedly also watching him some of the time and following him some of the time, and well, yet still able to make calls. Like he's well, calling he from his cell time. phone. <laughs> he said some of the time he might not. He might have been when he started and when he ended. Sure, 
you know? Well, he's one step ahead, right? So he knows where the second step is. He can take some information about the first step, go to the second step, call from that payphone, say, I'm here, go to the next. I mean, if he's in a car and and uh, Dirty Harry's on foot, he can beat him to every payphone every time, in theory. It, but it's not about beating him to every payphone. It's about him making a call. Right. What phone does he have? He uses the payphone that he's the next payphone. So you think he's so then he never is watching him and wouldn't know if there was an army of cops with him. No, he's it's all on all on uh, bluff. Okay, that's that's the um, way I took it. So we got to talk about the important thing also. Uh, going back to the suicide guy jumping <laughs> off the building. Okay, that's important. I, what I love is the seventies where <laughs> there's a whole group of people standing down watching this guy about to jump off a building, and the guy in the front is eating a box of Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> Did you notice that? Hey, he just uh, got a box of chicken. He's just eating it. It's the it's early like, stages oh. of product placement, man. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, good stuff. Um, the problem with this movie is, like, I feel like you want, you know, you want Harry to, like, get the bad guy, but, like, I know there's, like, a girl who's, like, dead somewhere maybe – there's, the stakes aren't very high for me because I don't care about any of the characters that he's mm. trying to save. Yeah, you don't you don't care about kids getting raped. I mean, I didn't. They didn't show any of that, and you don't know who it was or what it was. No, I mean, it's, you want Harry to get this guy, but do you? I mean, you have, to, not you have like, to see it happen to care about the person. No, I, I would like to be introduced to the character that I know he's trying to save. Yeah, they didn't okay. build the tension. No, I think they just built the general idea that he was, you know terrorizing innocent people. Yeah. Like when he backhanded that kid. Right. Which, yeah. Well, I mean, he should have been saying Roy Roy Boat. He had clear instructions. <laughs> so let's, let's question. Okay. Do you think Harry went too far to try and save the girl? To try and save the girl? Yeah. I mean, he, here's well, the thing. It's the law of like diminishing returns, right? He didn't save her, and he didn't even almost save her. He didn't mm-hmm. get he, like he didn't get the information. I don't, as far as we know, I mean, when did he get it? They don't After. really show that. Yeah, though she said uh, yeah. when he was lying on the couch, and his captain was like, "She was already dead." The coroner's report just came in. Yeah, right. yeah. But so when he did didn't he, find out till after. Who told? Who told who where she was? Who discovered her bot? Like, how'd they find her? The killer guy confessed it to Dirty Harry, didn't he? I don't think so. They, like, panned away after he, like, they're in the football stadium, and he's like, tell right. me and something. And then they show the can away. Yeah. You don't but, know what But happens. the next shot is them pulling her out of the thing. Yeah, hours, it's way, lo- it's way later, though. Like, the sun had risen, and it was nighttime before. Yeah. I don't I, know. It's just yeah. like. It, I, but, okay, that so might have been a cutting room floor thing. Like, so, but, but here's the question. If he gets there in time and the girl's still alive, are his actions then justified? No, I don't think so. So he's wrong either way. Well, uh, I would say the one thing that uh, that complicates at least his actions before the stadium is that he assumed that his partner was killed at that point, right? He mm-hmm. didn't know that his partner wasn't dead when he went to go chase him down the ravine or whatever, right? So a cop's been killed, you pursue with deadly force, I think that's probably reasonable. But then to go and break into the stadium after going and finding out where he lives and then like shooting him in the leg and then stomping on said leg to get a confession, 
which you don't, you don't, you don't even need to shoot him. Right. He can't walk. Um, and Harry has a history of doing this. Mm hmm. Right. Yeah. He did it. Yeah. He did it. To the, we watched him do it to those bank robbers. We heard about him doing it with the guy trying to rape the girl at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, he just shoots people willy nilly because right, he thinks right. he knows and I think, what's wrong. I think that's the problem is you see like someone who wants to find an excuse to use violence. Right. Have the, you ever met someone you haven't killed? Harry. Harry wants to kill people in the right. same way that the killer wants to kill people. Yeah. And they just are both going about it in two different ways. And well, yeah, both and of them are illegal. Right. And two different uh, <laughs> levels of moral authority, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's messed up. But, yeah. But here's the problem. And you say it's messed up, but you know what is more messed up is, in the grand scheme of things, why hasn't Harry been brought up on any charges? Right. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because right. the killer has... Right. A couple times. And also, know? why can't he just get a search warrant for the guy's place and they go grab the rifle and match the gun and the bullet and it's over? Because it right. goes right out of oxygen. Right. Yeah. Well, but well, you don't <laughs> care about that girl because we didn't see her. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I mean, we also, saw her. Also, <laughs> we, we saw just, her, all right. <laughs> not, not until she ran out of oxygen. <laughs> it was four years later. Oh. <laughs> um, <sighs> If you are a murderer uh-huh. on a killing spree. If. I'm not saying that I am. Right. Not if. saying that you are. But if you are, does that mean you just automatically know where to go to pay a guy to beat the crap out of you? <laughs> how, how do you find that guy? <laughs> I think that you have an underground network of things that can happen. Right. But what I'm wondering is, does the guy have like a price list? Because when he gets there, he's yeah. like, "You want the full two hundred? And he's like, "Well, yeah, I want it all." So yeah. you, so the max is two hundred. I well, he gave him two hundred. Maybe That's he's like, "Like, is this fifteen hundred dollars? Is this something and the tip, or is yeah. this right. like, yeah. is gratuity right. included here?" That's like yeah. when they flip the little square screen to you, and you have to sign. You're like, mm-hmm. do you want fifteen, oh, well, twenty? And how much it, would it cost? He for ended someone up giving to- him more than two hundred because that last one was free. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. How much would it cost for you to someone give you money for you just to beat the shit out of them and they wanted you to and they could not hit you back? I, I don't know I if mean, they would do that. What, what if are you what sure? If you, it I depends. mean, okay. how much do what people if, pay person, to go to rage rooms? Right. But that's but they're not hurting themselves. But, but they, would there be a market if you could legally also have people well, in there? Okay. Yeah, do, probably. Do I have to use my bare hands or can I use an implement? Is it going to I cause mean, could, me physical pain? You're worried I mean, about your it de- fists? It depends on how much money it is. <laughs> right. Um, well, I'm just saying, and, like, what's the And what kind of realism scenario? they want. Because, like, yeah. you have to be careful if you have weapons, though, because you might right. hurt them worse. What's, what's the difference between that and being a professional fighter, like MMA or boxing? Rules? Well, the other person is defending themselves. That sure. Too, yeah. Yeah. And it's regulated, and it has they have gloves. Well, yeah, and they there's have, a referee. They have hospitals standing by. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of things that are different about it. Well, I mean, this guy was like, hey, are you sure you want me to do this? Oh, yeah, no, I'm not saying that this guy is in the wrong. I'm asking yeah. you how much it would cost for you to do it. <laughs> I mean, 200 sounds reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Which in for, today's for money guy. is like a billion dollars. <laughs> Which today's money is still $200. Yeah. Two hundred dollars. Oh, well, I mean, see, it's funny because yeah, whatever. Okay, it's, it's interesting. What would, it t- 
Okay, let's say that someone would give you $200 to beat the shit out of them like that. Ugh, that's what a lot they, of it. I mean, what what would they have had to do for you to, for they want this done for a reason, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. What would make you say it was okay to do? <laughs> well, like you would, don't would, get would you to know, would you though, would you right? let someone Okay, let's say a guy had a fetish that he likes being punched in the face okay. hard, okay? But he doesn't know anyone that will do it for him, but he comes to you and he says, I'll give you $200 if you punch me in the face as hard as you can doesn't that 10 make, times. Doesn't that make you a prostitute? <clears throat> it does, kind of. <laughs> so don't kink shame me. I mean, but are you talking <laughs> about he, the he premise says, for Fight Club here, Rick? <laughs> he says, I'll give you $200. Would you do it? To punch him in the face? Mm-hmm. 10 times, as hard as you can. For $200? And, and this is you and a person who is asking you because they like this. And they've like signed some sort of waiver saying they won't sue me. Sure. And there's no way that I can be brought up on any sort of charges. Right. But this is, and this is for pleasure. The uh, way you said pleasure there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? I think made I'd it rather weird. do it if it wasn't for pleasure. Well, no, I'm going to get to that next. Yeah. If it was for pleasure. I don't think I would do it for someone's pleasure. What no. if it was $500? No. Okay. $1,000 and I'll and final <laughs> offer. <laughs> For pleasure. <laughs> I I don't think so. Okay. Now, what if the person was a murderer and they wanted to, well, to see, this but puts you in a thing where that. you're condoning the murder. Well, what? sure. Guy doesn't well, but know it's, that, his, it's his hypothetical, Ryan. Don't shut him down. <laughs> All right. Saying. What what would it take? Yeah. Okay. We get it. You're not going to do it for pleasure, but you would do it maybe in different circumstances. Right. I mean, maybe. like. But would you do it to help a murderer? What? Uh, I mean, no, no, I wouldn't do it to right. help a murderer. But I mean, is this my business? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. If Maybe you, this if is how you the, put food on the table, right? If you're not going to let the pleasure guys in, I mean, there's there's all sorts of this people podcast who go to took work a weird at, turn. There's there's all kinds of people that go to work and their job is to like screw people over. Okay, wait, one more thing. Okay, just so just it's it's modern times. I don't want to leave anybody out. Uh-huh. How much would it cost for you to punch a woman in the face? Ten dollars. <laughs> Ten times. I'll bleed for that someone's out. for someone's pleasure. For, for not for hers. <laughs> for pleasure. Rick, just. are we still being hypothetical here? <laughs> we oh, currently I yes. We can't do it. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, this movie is just like, I don't know. It's all over the place. I don't know if Willie Chen had a great idea. I, I feel like this was a better watch or something I was more willing to watch than super troopers. Well, the second of those things you said is true, but not the first. You don't think this movie's better? No, (laughs) not by a long shot Mm. because it's older. No, because it's because it's not funny. I think Super Troopers is a more enjoyable entertainment experience. Yeah, however, for sure. However, having not seen Dirty Harry and knowing that it's a uh, part of movie canon for so many other movies to reference, I thought it was important mm-hmm. to watch. Yeah, yeah, but that dipshit Willie Chen's not what he said. Right? He said true. Super Troopers sucks. This movie's great. Go watch it. it. It was Willis Chen. Well, he was stupid and he's an idiot. <laughs> Uh, that guy's a moron and come at me, bro. You're going to lose listeners, man. I don't care. That guy fucking sucks. <laughs> um, 
You should put that on his Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, I might. He has one. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Is he a senator or something? No, no. Oh. He just signs up for a lot of free offers. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> he, he, he's enrolled in a lot of trials. <laughs> Trial offers, free offers, anything you need a name, birthday, and email address for, that guy's uh-huh. signed up for it. Yeah, nice. So I've heard. You know, we've watched quite a few um, uh, movies. Clint Eastwood movies. Clint Eastwood movies on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, like three? Uh, one Forgiven, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and this. Is that it? Yeah. And yeah, there's one more it. to come at some point. Oh, yeah? yeah? The, I think the so. donkey? <laughs> the, the mule? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. No, I think that... Um, What's, is, a, is a mule when a donkey and a horse have a baby? <laughs> I think... I that's, think that's... I think that's wait. an ass. I think, I think you're an ass. <laughs> Me? I know if a zebra and a donkey do, it's called a zonkey. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real thing. Um, because I think we should be watching. We should watch another San Francisco claims movie sometime. It's Escape from Alcatraz. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Bill, you are correct. A mule is a domestic hybrid between a donkey and a horse. <laughs> yeah, and they're sterile. What's yes. a donkey? Making me do math now. <laughs> it's definitely a zebra and a donkey. Yeah, yeah it's definitely a zebra. What else would it be? Zonkeys have a typical small horse shape. So if if a zebra and a donkey <laughs> are called a zonkey, yep. then a horse and a donkey, instead of a mule, should be called <laughs> a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. okay. We should probably get to the clubometer. Have you you know what a zebra doodle <laughs> is? It's when a zebra has sex with a labradoodle and a poodle. Or a labradoodle. We should probably get to the clubometer. <laughs> oh yeah. Have you ever seen this? I think we're going to keep it. <laughs> Just a bunch of shit cut together. I almost did a spit take. I don't know why the clamometer sounds like bongo, bongo drums. drums. <laughs> Come on. This whole thing went sideways real <laughs> quick. Yeah. Kilometer and, uh, I mean, clamometer and homework. I, I said, said kilometer. I said, I said clamometer. Rick, we both, Rick, just, we said both just said clamometer <laughs> instead of kilometer. <laughs> Is it still going? Nope. 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 Okay. You can talk about Zabradoodles again. <laughs> I feel like Zabradoodle is something a magician should say when he pulls a rabbit out of a hat. Huh. Oh, you're so watch stupid. This. Zabradoodle! <laughs> oh. oh. Well, uh, an important feature oh. of the clamometer, clamometer is not available to us this evening. Because uh, we didn't know we were going to watch this movie. But at the right. same time, what we do have available to us is everyone gets to rank this movie where they think it should be. On their respective yeah. meters. Yeah. So, Rick, let's start with you. Where would you put Dirty Harry? Or what would where did you I give put? Dirty Harry? What was the last movie I put on this list and when did I do that and what did I rank it? <laughs> <laughs> Man, you guys, this is the sound of preparation in action. More like preparation age. Oh, he called you a hemorrhoid. Um, More like I think the last movie we watched was Lethal Weapon. Yeah, but I didn't put that. The last one he put on his list. Oh, 
would have been something from Bill Month, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, it was Cutting Edge, right? Was yeah. that the last one we did? Yeah. Yeah, because I gave it out the best score. Right. You sure wow. did. Do you know what I gave it? Uh, I think it was the only one over 50 in your rankings. Yeah. You know what? I'm How did give... that happen? Because <laughs> uh, did you watch those other movies he gave us? <laughs> yes. And did you watch Cutting Edge? <laughs> I did. I it like a good terrible. montage. <laughs> that's the whole thing. It's the whole movie. It was the only montage. That's why I like it. Have you ever seen the Muppet movies? Yes. All yes. of them? I mean. Uh, no. I don't probably. The Jason maybe. Siegel one? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. The Tina Fey one? Why Why yes. would I need to see that? Why, why did you start with those two? Uh, they have tons of montages in them. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I was like, I think no one, no one montages like the Muppets montage. <clears throat> right, sure. Because the Muppet montage don't stop. Have, have you, you ever seen Team America? America? Yeah, have you ever seen Team America? It's uh, a montage within a montage. I feel like I watched it like 20 years ago at your mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When they sing the song, do it in a montage, and they just do a big long montage. Yeah. I don't it's remember good. it very well, but. Gonna oh, need a montage. Out. Anyway, I give this movie a 63. I'm gonna go 76 on the window meter. Whoa! That's big. Wow. I like I'm the- gonna give this movie. A 48. Oh, not Ooh. rewatchable, huh? On not the really. Cusp. Not really. I mean, like you said, it was... I'm surprised you went that high, Rick, because this really... It, it was a few interesting things, but it was just like so many things have been done better. And don't tell me like, oh, yeah, but they were because of this. Like, this paved the way for them. There. I, I thought that's exactly this, why I rated mine where I rated it. Yeah, because this paved the way for cop movies. But this movie wasn't as good as French Connection. Okay, that will be a contemporary comparator. Yeah. Right? And French Connection had way more intrigue and better acting and a more cohesive plot and story. This was just a little scattered all over the place. Yeah, but I think for me, it had Clint Eastwood attitude, California vibes. Uh, and a little just more aggressive vigilanteism, which I think in the 70s, when crime was really getting out of control, people were clamoring for. So that's kind of why I'm I'm on its its side. And that's that's fair. Rate it where you want to rate it. I'm not here to to shame you you for your ratings. You have reasons. That's your job to shame me for my ratings. Yeah. Do you like this movie better than Chinatown? I would say it's comparable to Chinatown. Okay. I I'm I am interested in watching the two Jakes. Why? Because it's the sequel to Chinatown. It's, yeah, but it's one of those sequels that like it's newer it and has better. Terrible reputation for being the worst movie ever made. Yeah, but sometimes those are the best ones. When when are those the best ones? <laughs> this is the philosophy of the bill. Sometimes this is the, the worst movies are the best movies. Those are they're never the best ones. Hey, have you ever seen the movie Get Carter? Yes. Have you seen the original with Michael Caine? No. Michael, Michael Caine. Caine. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen either one of them, and I stumbled across the Michael Caine one when I was looking for something to watch, and I was like, huh, that might be interesting. Is it any good? The one that we both just said we've never seen? No, the one that you have seen. Dill uh, hole. <laughs> um, 
You know, I always confuse that movie. So that's the one with Sylvester Stallone, right? Yeah. And it's like blue all the time. I don't know. I haven't seen um, it. I remember it being okay. It, I, mean, I saw it when it came out and it's about, I think it's about like, is it about child pornography? No, like, I don't think so. I think it is. It's like a documentary about it, but I think that's like the, <laughs> the bad guy. When I, when I read it, it said that a like gangster's partner is murdered and he's trying to like avenge it. Well, so what I was going to say is I keep getting confused. There's a Mel Gibson movie called Payback. Oh, I like that. That movie. might, maybe that, is that what it's about? Is that about Ooh, child porn? I, I no. don't remember Payback. I know. Mel, like, is Mel that Gibson, some, it's, it's, he goes on revenge for just not getting his last paycheck, basically. On Payback? Or is that's, that paycheck? Not pay, that's not Paycheck? No. That's Paycheck. No. Yeah, I'm I, no, I thought that was the one with the, like, John Q. Public. Wait, isn't that John Q? Sure, yeah. But it's. <laughs> about, about the heart? Maybe. A heart transplant thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh you know what? A, you know what's a good guys. movie? Have you guys seen The Negotiator? Yes. Yeah, it's been a long time. That movie is so good. That's a really good cop movie. Too bad I've seen it. Speaking of movies bad. you've seen, what about a movie you haven't seen? What are we going to watch next? Well, Bill, we need to talk. Uh huh. Is there any chance you would rent a movie? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to get me a DVD. Uh. Well, it depends. Well, we don't have time for that. Um, I want you to. I, I think we've owe the audience that we need to watch uh, *Lethal Weapon* two. Yeah, maybe. Um, and then we have another cop movie we can do, but it's going to be after that. So we need to discuss how you want to go about it. You got to give me a DVD, unless you want to pay me four dollars to watch a movie. <sighs> See, that's where that's how I feel. I'm like, I don't want to spend money to watch a movie I don't want to see when there are literally a million movies for free streaming but you somewhere. Did, you did say after you watched Lethal Weapon that you wanted to see Lethal Weapon 2. Sure, when it was free. And it'll be free again. Well, when? They take it off one site, they leave it off for a month, and they bring it back. Bill, I will pay for Lethal Weapon 2. Really? I'll, yes. We'll split it. How about that? Look at that. Okay. We'll both give you two dollars. Perfect. $2. Venmo, you each Venmo me two dollars, and I'll rent Lethal Weapon two. Okay, so we're gonna watch the sequel, which I'm interested in because it has to be very different. Because uh, right. they're no longer enemies; they're now friends. I'm guessing it'll have a Bad Boys two vibe if it follows that sort of methodology. But um, predates that sort. What of did I date Lethal? What did What did I date? What did I rate Lethal Weapon one? It's not called Lethal Weapon one, is it? No. 70. Okay, so based on that, you guys decide what you think I'm going to rate Lethal Weapon 2. And I will see you guys later. Bye, Bill. Bye. I'd say he's going to give it an 80. Yeah, I'm going to go 85. He's going to like it. It's fun. Joe Pesci? Yeah. Like, it's good times. Diplomatic immunity. Yeah, um, no, he's gonna like it. I think so. Um, I don't think there's much yeah. to discuss. It's a better movie. There's not. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> it's buddy cop. Right you know, it's jokes. It's '80s. It's fun. What's there not to like? Right. Um, well, this is a weird episode. Talked about law, courts, and stuff. Extrajudicial killings. Perfect. Do you, Do you got anything else you want to talk about, Rick? Uh, no, I don't think so. No? Do, do you th- believe that Willis P. Chen is a real person? 
No, I don't. It's definitely Bill. A hundred percent Bill. Because um, I think that's kind of like William, Bill, uh, yeah. Willis is like William, and yeah. Clem and Chen are pretty similar. Right. Um, it was not very creative. <laughs> no. Not at all. So, And you pick this movie out of a hat, you know? Yeah, randomly at, at, at 15 minutes before we started the podcast. He did ask me the other day about all these movies. Like, are these cop movies? And he named the dumbest movies I've ever heard <laughs> that are definitely not cop movies. Right. He thought Starship Troopers was a cop movie. Because it said Troopers in it. Because we suggested sure. Super Troopers. Right, right. Yeah. Which we'll have to make him watch next month somehow. We'll figure it out. Right. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Bye, in, in, in the uh, month and where all of the movies involved chugging syrup. Yeah, right. We could watch Canadian movies. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he's. Oh, seems- we, should, if we should have told him there was like Canada stuff in it and he probably would have watched it. Probably. Oh, it's not Canadian though, right? They just, well, there's Can- Canadians in it. Yeah, don't matter. Anyway. Yeah. We got to go. Okay. Uh, everyone, we really want to thank you for checking out our podcast, listening and subscribing, liking, all of those things. If you really want to get in touch with us, please send us an email at miseducationofbill at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at miseducationofbill. Uh, we would like to give a special thanks to Wyatt Only and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. We appreciate it. If anybody wants to find our podcast, they can find it on all of the major podcast apps, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, all of those things. I think that's all I have. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you.
the drill.